This was all over the place. It was all over the place. And, you know, I think me and Hannah just, like, weren't in the right mental space to, like, make a good episode. And I think you can agree with me on that. I can't agree with you on that. I mean, like, we were both going through our shit. We were both messes, manic, you know. And I was listening to the episode, and it just wasn't. (coughs) Oh. Wow. Who did that? It wasn't something that I was proud of. So I was like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. I guess we can just do. Next caller. Next caller for fucking real. So I want to bring something up. I'm, I'm, I've been recording. All right, so let's have a little week update since you guys didn't hear for us from us for quite a while, actually. Yeah, we just disappeared, actually. I fell off the face of the earth this week. Not really, but... Yeah. I mean, I didn't really either, but I did. But, like... Mentally, we did. Mentally, we did. Technically, we didn't go anywhere. No. But our minds just... They did. They took a journey. Mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul. My, my, my body. So I'm gonna start with my weekly update. Um, how was your week, Ethan? You know, I've been having a lot of pressure, or I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself, like with my exam grade and stuff. But I emailed my teachers. I let them know what I'm going through. They were all super kind and receptive and understanding. And like my math teacher, like literally was like don't worry like we can calculate this and like you can do this and you'll get an 80 so I was like okay that makes me feel so much better but also I like I kind of took some time to really like dive into who I am because like something was just off that's good and um I actually spoke to my mom about going to inhabilitation rehab really yeah because it was that bad because I was just like who can live like this like this is so sad I'm miserable like, this isn't normal. So I talked to my mom about it, but she was like, no, like, I've kind of been secluding myself or I've been reclusing. And she's like, whenever you did your spiritual treatment and you were, you know, like going to the gym and working out, she was like, that's when you look like the best you. Mm-hmm. And I, so then I was thinking back and I was like, okay, during that time I was working out. But I was also journaling, meditating, and doing yoga every morning and every night. Yeah. And I kind of fell back on that. So I basically revived that this week, or I attempted to. And, you know, I can honestly say since doing that, like, my whole view has changed. I'm proud Like, I'm, like, so excited to do shit now versus, like, literally weeks ago. I was miserable. Like, I couldn't be convinced to, like, go out. Yeah. I literally stayed home all the time just because I could. But, like, now, like, I'll link this meditation somewhere into this podcast or on my Instagram. I did this meditation outside. Literally changed my fucking life. I was like, this was amazing. I love it. And then I did another meditation with my friend Emma. And it was called, it was about self-love. And I was like, holy shit, like, I love this. So um, I don't know their names, but they're on YouTube. I can find it while you talk about your week. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in a really good place now. I wasn't. But thank you to everyone who checked up on me. Yeah. Thank you to a huge shout out to my really good girlfriend, Kate Lewis. She texted me. I guess she felt like a bad friend because she wasn't really present in that moment. But I knew she was. Like, she's busy. She's a college student. We're all busy. Yeah, you know, like, it's not her prerogative. But she, like, reached out to me. That was so much, like, so sweet. 
That's sweet. AF. Okay, so Hannah, how was your week? My week was long. It, it, it's going by way too fast. Like, literally, I feel like today is Tuesday. And it's I thought Thursday. it was Tuesday Me and too. it's Thursday. Yeah, I know. It like it hasn't clicked in my mind how quickly this week really went by. The days by. of the week are just all meshing together, and I don't like it. I don't either. Um, uh, the week started off bad. I feel like it was just like very. I'm very sad. I need to do something about it. And then I've been hanging out with my friends, and it's been very good. Getting myself out the off my my mental yeah thoughts i feel like surrounding myself with people like helps me like not think about yeah certain things because the human the your own personal mind is your worst critic i agree like I'm your my, own I'm inner my biggest, saboteur i'm my biggest hater yeah no for real like that's just like a thing that makes sense also not to interrupt hannah but the youtube channel of the meditations i love is called the mindful movement and my two personal pa- favorites are 10 minute grounding meditation to relax and recharge and build self-love and open your heart with this short guide meditation. They're, they are short, so it's not bad at all. That's I good. Love it. I might have to look into that. Yeah, but like literally meditating, it's like almost a form of manifesting, you know? Yeah, in a way. I, I can yeah, see Yeah, because like even if, even if I'm not really building self-love, the fact that I'm meditating to self-love, like I, it'll come eventually, you know? Like I... I don't think that I like breathe in self-love when I meditate, oh, but no. you know, like I'm just taking that time for me. And by doing that, I'm loving myself. I agree with that statement. I like that a lot. I like that mindset a lot because it's like you take it in and you're like, how do I branch off from this? I'm like trying to think of like how to like be an intellectual talking about this. Okay, Lydia's taking over. You're not trying to rush it. Yeah, don't rush it. Like. It's if it's something that you're trying to rush, then it's really not going to work. Yeah, because it's one of those things that like you can't love other people until you love yourself. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Exactly, exactly. And then it becomes frustrating for you. Yeah, because then you're like, okay, why are relationships or friendships even not working out or yeah, certain emotions that come out? It's just because like you might be frustrated at things like that yeah like it takes time it takes time learn to love yourself learn to put yourself first i I had to do that for a long time i'm i'm still doing that you know so yeah still doing it it's like a constant a constant battle that we as humans kind of have to face isn't that crazy but i'm also trying to get onto like a good sleep schedule so i'm trying to like no matter what go to bed around like 11 maybe 12 wake up at 7 15 that way I have the morning time to do my homework or if I need to I can clean up a bit basically just be a responsible adult or like if I need to go to the store like most stores open at six so I can't say like oh school's an excuse and I can't always be late because <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm literally late to everything me as well you as well me as well I'm very I'm a big procrastinator you know what just in case you guys forgot, you are listening to... You think Jesus had kneecaps? Boom. Welcome to today's episode. I just realized we, we never, never... did an intro. We never did an intro. Editing is going to be a bitch for you tonight. I mean, I'm just going to keep it like that. I mean, yeah. It's kind of raw, but I guess welcome to our mid-tro. Mid-tro, um, outro, intro. You know, I was going through a really deep mental funk, and it was... A weird thing to experience because I thought I was way past that. 
but I'm taking accountability for it. I'm getting the help I need for it. And you know what? Like everything's going to be okay at the end of the day. And I'm restarting my spiritual therapy, which is going to be nice. Yay! Hey, Robert. Hey, Robert. I love Robert. He's literally the cutest. So thank you so much for listening to. You think Jesus had kneecaps? I'm sorry we didn't have a proper intro, but let's get into today's topic, even though it literally sounds like you guys already heard everything. <laughs> literally. That was just a conversation. So let's go into today's topic. Um, disappointment. Oh, God. And I chose this topic because of my disappointment from my test and how it truly, like that little straw broke the camel's back. And I realized I was disappointed in a lot of things. So, you know, school, you have your expectations for school. Right now, school isn't meeting its expectations for me. So I'm really disappointed in myself, especially with that test grade. But then I realized that I'm also disappointed in like a lot of my friendships and how one-sided they are on my end. I agree with that statement. So I was like, okay, there's another thing I'm disappointed about. And then I was disappointed. Like, basically, I was just going through the list of like shit that was disappointing me or upsetting me. And the reason was because it was disappointing me. You know, I mean, like the fucking um, elevator incident. I'll let you talk about that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is disappointing just to know how people like treat other people. Yeah. I'm sitting in the elevator going up to do homework with Ethan. And, you know, I'm just on my phone scrolling through Instagram, minding my own business. And these two guys are like, people like, who don't have their nails done, like girls who don't have their nails done, don't like dress to impress, don't have their face beat like every day. Like they just don't get, like they don't like have sex. They don't get guys. They don't get anything. And I'm sitting there in my like sweats. Yeah. Nails are not done. Face was, you had a breakout that day. I had, my eczema flare was the day after that. Like, when, but it was the day before my eyes swelled up. Yeah, thank like, God, or else they would have dragged you for that, too. But. No, literally. And so, and I was, yeah, I have a skin condition, basically, and they, like, looked at me. Yeah. And I gave them the nastiest look, and they start laughing at me. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we didn't even see the chick to our right. Like, that's exactly yeah. what we were talking about. Like, it was <clears throat> so awkward to be in that situation it, and it was, was so, so uncomfortable like that's how there guys, were like, other talk people about- in the elevator too so i, I like i just want to know a why nobody said something or b like what the fuck were they thinking because i just remember thinking like this is not happening like no, literally people, there's actual living beings who live like this there are people who think like that that's so sick and it's disgusting because like my thing is, I've always grown up, and I'm like, I don't want to judge people for how they look as an appearance. I judge people based on how they treat other people. Yeah, I mean, unless I have you're a... just an all around like <laughs> absolute bitch. I just have this thing where I I do judge by appearance, and I realize it now, but it's something that I'm working on. Sometimes I catch myself doing that. I catch myself doing that. Sometimes. Yeah, I <clears throat> hate to admit it. I do. But I actually do that a lot. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't know, at my high school, it was just a big thing. Like, a lot of people did it. And I don't mean to. And it's not like I'm 
looking at someone and being like, I don't like you or I'm not friends with you because you don't look a certain way. Yeah. I just very closely like observe and look at people's appearance. I do too. And, and you know what? I'm going to I'm going to out myself here. I used to say or I I literally used to think I wouldn't like people because of the way they looked. And I would say it out loud. I'd be like, I just don't like the way that bitch looks. Like she looks like a bitch. Some people I like say like, oh, they do look like like that. Yeah. But like, I'm not gonna be like, what is it like? Oh, they're like just down horrendously ugly. No, like like, not like that, but like, oh, she looks like she'd like be so mean. I would never be like, oh, she's so ugly, I can't talk to her. But I would be like, oh, like I can visually tell that she's gonna be a bitch, so I'm not gonna waste my time. That was like middle school me. But also, I feel like I get a pretty good vibe of who people are. I feel like now I do. How they carry themselves and how they look, and like if I think that we're gonna kind of connect almost. Yeah. But I do. I have realized, and I do have to think about. Okay, well, you can't judge everyone based off of one certain thing or one specific like attribute. You have to look at the whole, the entire person. Exactly. Okay, so so I'm kind of going through this situation where, like, I want a relationship and, like, I want a boyfriend again because, like, it's just nice. And, like, it's so, like, I remember it being comforting, but I want to make sure, A, I do it right, B, I do it when I'm ready, and, like, I need to love myself before I'm ready. So I kind of just have to accept being alone for a little bit and that's disappointing have you been in a relationship before yeah a long one oh okay because i was just going to talk about like so i've only been in one relationship before yeah like i i would uh, relationship yeah and it honest it didn't last that long but like i rushed it so so much yeah i just immediately saw my chance kind of like i liked him but i just saw my chance and just kind of pushed it yeah which was fine like everything worked out and like we're still friends everything's fine yeah but i going back to what we were talking about earlier like i truly wasn't secure enough in myself to be ready for a relationship yeah and i'm i still don't think i'm all the way there but i really do kind of want someone to like share experiences with and you know because it it is nice yeah i mean and i was um i was in a relationship for total like three years wow and like it was while we were growing up and i have nothing but respect for him now i think he's a great guy he was very sweet and we when we broke up i made it very clear that i wasn't in a good mental space and you know like we wanted I feel like at first we both wanted to try to make it continue and work, but I think we also both knew that I needed to work on myself, but it wouldn't be a situation where we would get back together. So in my head, that was like right person, wrong time. Uh But like, I wish him the best now. Like, I still think he's a great guy. I have good memories with him. And like, sometimes I like now I look back at it and I enjoy those memories, but I'm like, if I were to go back to him, I wouldn't enjoy those. Or like, I just, oh, I yeah. feel like it, things would Grown be different. Into yourself. Yeah. We're both very different now. Yeah. And now that I've worked on myself and all that, like, I don't know, it would be so different and weird. But I also don't know what it's like to like date because in the, 
in the time that we were yeah, together. Yeah, how old were you? It was like 16 to 19. And you're, oh. I'm 19 now. We broke up this May. Oh, I was thinking like 13 to 16. No, 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 no. Like kind of recent, but not really recent. Oh, okay. But yeah. And like we still follow each other and like wish him the best. I still talk to his mom. See, I just think like for for you to be in a relationship and it to truly work out, yeah. I think you really do have to be very secure within yourself. Yeah. Which is hard. It's it a is. hard thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's a hard thing to do. And then like it's hard to realize it first that you're not there. Yeah. Because I know that I used to think that I was so confident in myself and like so secure all the time. Ditto. And then there was just like a few moments like that, like the breakdown that I had yeah. last week that I was just like, oh my God, like I can't keep pretending anymore and I have to really face it head on and just kind of yeah. go from there. It's okay to admit to yourself that you're insecure. I think that's like a big thing. And that was my main problem in that relationship was I was just very insecure. I was very, I would, I had a hard time trusting and I do in general. I so I would I would kind of always combat him or question him and of course that gets tiring and I understand yeah. that now but like I understand I also understand now that like it things it was good while it lasted yeah and I'm happy it ended and I'm happy like of course at the moment I was disappointed that it had to end for me to like get better I needed to lose you to love me that Selena Gomez exactly. song. Okay. Exactly. But like that was the case. And I think we're both okay with that. So I wish him well. I hope he's great. I talk I to his gonna, mom on the daily. It I is so funny. I was going to say something, but then like it doesn't matter because y'all both ended it as like just y'all won't get Yeah, back and together. we don't talk. Like we don't, like we, we don't really engage with each other. Like I wish him a happy birthday, but like we don't talk like on the reg. But, like, if I ever needed something, like, desperately needed something, I think that's a contact I will have, like, forever. I was just going to say, like, if you're a bad bitch, your exes always come back. Oh, I don't I don't want this one back, though. I think I like... I but, you, that, but that's why I was saying yeah. you ended it on a... We ended it on a, let's be friends, but not best yeah. friends, but, you know, like, I always got you. I never ended mine like that. Sorry. I was real. I th I was really happy with how we ended it. See, I had to um, get a restraining order on my ex. So. Oh. <sighs> See, I was just saying how I was disappointed I had to end that relationship, but I understand now that it was the best thing for me. That's really and, good. And now I'm glad it ended. It's like that's how it was for me too. It's like I was really sad, but then again, like as I broke up with him and like realized everything, I was like, dang, like that was toxic. I put up with too much. So it's like I'm better I'm better off leaving now. Yeah. And even if you're the toxic one, like it's good to realize like in my case I was low key toxic. Like not going to lie. But like it was long distant. I'm an only child. I I have like issues of my own. So I would kind of project those issues onto him. Like he would go out and he wouldn't tell me and I would be like, "Oh, like that's weird." But like he didn't need to. Like he would just go to like his friend's house or Target. Or his place. I would do that too. It was just kind of like one of those things where I just wasn't completely secure. It's not that I was 
super insecure. Yeah, and it's not even that I thought he was cheating. I it, I just felt uncomfortable not yeah. knowing where he was. No, me exactly. I don't know why, but it was just that thing of like I thought a relationship was like you had to be fully immersed into exactly. each other. That's and I what was I just thought. Like my mindset completely changed after like we were broken up and then I would think about things and like yeah. became more secure within myself like as a yeah. person and as a partner. And I mean like in therapy like when when we had broken up I didn't go to therapy. None of like none of my really bad mental decline happened because of a relationship. Like that stuff Mind was it. already going on. Oh. <laughs> so like that stuff was already going it on and I had kept it from him and then I went to his house when he came back from school and I kind of broke in front of him and yeah it was bad and then we were like should we continue this and he made like i I broke up with him but like we both made the executive decision that like that was the right thing to do and i feel like that was like the best thing we could have done because like he doesn't talk shit about me on the internet i don't talk shit about him on the internet like i have no ill will towards him like we did everything we could and it was good while it lasted and it didn't last good right person wrong time but it i learned something from it so everything has like a a purpose everything happens for a reason yes you know yeah i agree my thing is is mine happened the exact opposite way like we broke up he kept trying to be friends with me he um and it came to a point where it's just like this is not healthy for us to even be talking like remotely at all yeah and i mean i think a lot of people kind of had that expectation or that desire to still be friends when they end a relationship you know because that's what everyone says like oh but we're still good friends but i'm comfortable saying that me and you know him him aren't good friends but you know like i I'll always have his back and I feel he would always have mine. You know, like we don't, t- we do not talk like on the reg. I feel like our conversations are just like for face value, just to like make sure, hey, you doing good? Just checking in on you. And it's like barely even that. See, whenever my ex-boyfriend broke up with me, yeah, he broke up, he broke up with me. And then um, like he said that he still wanted to stay friends. But for me, I just didn't want to. It's hard I, to stay friends with someone you used to love. And I it's not that I really loved him. It was just like it was hard for me because I still had those feelings. Yeah. And I wasn't the one that broke it off and it was I was not blindsided but just kind of in the yeah. dark. And then he kind of got upset with me after I was like didn't want to talk to him or didn't want to really be friends but i had to explain to him like i'm not trying to have any ill will against you but for me that just wasn't the smartest decision and if i were to get over you in a good amount of time then yeah i can't sit here and keep talking to you every day that i need to cut us i need to cut off the relationship to allow myself to heal exactly and you know when we when we had broken up we had said like oh like we'll still play games together we'll still watch like movies together and we would for a while and then one day i went to my friend maddie's house and i couldn't watch a movie with him and i was like oh hey like 
sorry, like I'm not gonna make the movie. Like I actually felt bad, but he was like, oh, like don't worry about it. And then the next day he texted me and he was like, you know, like it actually made me happy to see that like you didn't need me. And I think that's when I realized like, okay, maybe I need to lose him to heal me. And that's kind of when we stopped talking. But, you know, good terms. That's good. Honestly. Thank the Lord. It could have been disgusting. Some days I wish I was on good terms with my ex, and other days I remember he was awful. Yeah. I mean, and good terms to your own definition, you know? Like, you don't have to be kumbaya, come to my house every Christmas, but no. just have, like, the the human decency to, like, say happy birthday or like i just wish we had that like we could be in the same room and not like feel scared of each other if that made sense no that makes sense and like i was thinking because like my dog my pit bull is getting old and like he's gonna die soon and like somewhere in the near future and like i want to invite him to his funeral because you know he was he knew kiko for three years I don't know. Maybe that's stupid. It's a fucking dog funeral. No, it's not. I would definitely. I would throw a dog funeral. But like you know, like he he equally deserves to be there. So, Duh. like I don't think I don't think it would be bad if I invited him. Bro, so if Winston dies, I'm gonna die. If so he honest. ever if he happens to be listening to this, you're invited to Kiko's funeral. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's my relationship right now. That's how I feel about relationships. Not ready, don't want it, don't need it. Need to love myself first. I am in a relationship. Stupid bitch, anywho. Take it. I am halfway, not really in a relationship, but kind of with my ex, so. See, that's where- Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, see. (laughs) That's where this week's theme comes into play. Disappointment. That's when you look in the mirror and you realize, damn, I'm really disappointed in myself like that. I mean, I'm now that I say that, I've literally had so many nights where I literally you you've never been to my house. Honestly, no. come to my house ASAP. Okay. If you want to come tonight, come tonight. Like I don't care. I might. I'll let you know. Okay. Cause like I can just drive you from tennis to my place. Yeah. Anywho. So and my my restroom is massive like i think probably the size of this room and i have a chair in front of my sink and like lately when i was like in my mental dip i would look in the mirror and i literally would just like full black swan moment like you fat bitch or like you dumb whore you don't deserve anything and i was like oh my god like this is my joker moment but that just brings me into this next part where i choose not to regret and this was this was advice given to me by my aunt i don't live with regret if i made a decision at that moment in time i made that decision and that's what i thought the decision should have been so you know own up to it but like don't regret it right there's a reason you did it so like as for leaving toxic friendships or like leaving people who i used to call my best friend I don't care. That's another That's thing. I, I like at this point I literally do not care. But do I regret it? Not one bit. Because and like they could have reached out to me. They could have, you know, extended 
the olive branch because bitch if you wrong me you wrong me but don't wrong me and then go lying on my name that's when double negative that's embarrassing also don't wrong me and then try and come back and say that everything's fine or that my feelings are invalid yeah that's it it. because that is what pisses me off and you know all of this somehow falls under disappointment i don't know how but like they're like life is just disappointing that is disappointment because if you to me I did used to have a good friend that I was friends with for four years. Like whenever we got to high school, we were automatically friends. But right before we left for school, something happened and I didn't like it. And I expressed the way that I felt. And um, I expressed the way that I felt, but she didn't really take it as that big of a deal and kind of dismissed what I was telling her, which is obviously frustrating. And then on top of that, (laughs) on top of that, like now wants to come back and continue to be friends. But after you do something like that and you invalidate how I'm feeling, because to me, somebody's feelings about anything that they feel really strongly about especially to end a friendship over yeah have to be valid to them at least exactly like if i felt the need to drop that relationship i had i like clearly i was at a point where it was valid for me to drop that relationship exactly i wasn't gaining anything from it they never reached out to me and i feel like now that's what i look for in a friend and like i can honestly say like i have friends that reach out to make sure I'm okay which honest I never felt that and like now that I have that like like I said earlier in this podcast I text everyone today like oh good morning love you like have a great day xoxo and like the amount of like I only sent that to the people who I thought were like real real friends and the amount of people who responded I was like love like these are my friends okay I just think like but like it, if a friend if a friend doesn't reach out to you, they're not a good friend. No. And it's important to me at least, and I'm sure to a lot of people, to to reach out and to have that support, but also not switch up based off of like your support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't don't change just because it's convenient. Yeah. Because and, and don't pick and choose when to support. Exactly. Like it should just be a constant support. Exactly. And think, you know, I think you can probably attest to this because this was a this was a problem in my situation and now i i literally am so fed up about the situation that i'm I'm gonna talk about it just because it's such fucking bullshit but so i had messaged my friends that i was in a really bad place and i was seeking treatment and i literally all i needed was their support so like if i lashed out or anything like it wasn't personal i was yeah. just going through like my own inner demon almost like a preventative yes text. so i had messaged my friends and had been like you know what if i snapped on you or if i was rude to you like i'm so sorry but this is what's going on da 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 like i just need y'all support all of them were like yes we love you da 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 like all of them said they were going to support now, out of the five, I want to say five friends I sent that out to, I think three of them have actually like reached out to me. Because it's not convenient for them. It's not Which convenient Which is frustrating. It's frustrating. And like, you know, one of them would like lie about where they were. Like I needed my friends at that moment. Especially whenever you put in that effort and they don't reciprocate. No, literally, because they were out of the, 
state for college. So I would take time out of my day to call them every day or to play games with them on the constant just so they didn't feel alone. And then, you know, this new factor gets added into her life, which, you know, I'm all for relationships. And if they're meant to be together, they're meant to be together. Good for them. But if you're using your relationship as an excuse to be a bad friend, you were just a bad friend from the start. Uh, yeah. And now looking back at it, I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about everything that I not provided, but like all the opportunities that I shared with this person or like even with other people, you know, like I have a very blessed life. So if I choose to invite you into it, like that's a blessing to you too. But like at least like show respect afterwards or at least show a care to be my friend afterwards. Because that's beyond disappointing is when you think, you know, like you've met a good person and they're just not. Once you find out the the real truth behind like who someone is, it can either be really good or really bad. Yeah. And in some cases, it's not good. Like, yeah, a lot of cases. it's. And I don't good. want friends who are wishy washy either or friends who are like always like going out to pick sides. That's what I'm saying. Like. Like there, there's, there doesn't need to be competition in friendship, and I feel like that also just leads to disappointment. Consistency of like a healthy relationship in friends is just not yeah. jealousy. It's not about because I think a lot of the times friends get frustrated with each other because, and I know my friends have done this, that they get frustrated because you hang out with this person instead of this person, or you're doing this or that, but. Like, you have to understand that everyone's going to live their own life. Exactly. And they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. And you can't get mad at that. You have to understand that that's the type of person that they are. Yeah. I feel like for me in that sense, it was just really aggravating because they had known what I was going through and they just. Yeah. So I made the executive decision to drop and I would I don't regret it. The girl that I was talking about earlier, I also have dropped. I thought and you were gonna say I she's in the room. Don't regret it's it. Brianna. It's Brianna. It's Brian. No. <laughs> Lol. That's what I was saying. Like finding out who somebody is is can be really hurtful or yeah. really good. Yeah. Because you might be in love with the idea of who they are, who you thought they were in your head. Yeah. But it changes whenever you find out their true colors. Yeah. You know, something else I want to talk about being disappointing. And, you know, this might sound very controversial. This might sound like I'm ungrateful, which I don't want it to sound like that in any way. I'm just speaking my true, honest truth to my situation. But like I had said earlier, you know, I grew up very poor and now I have these really cool opportunities and really cool experiences that are just handed to me but you know I think if you were to tell me at 10 that this was going to be my life now I would have been so excited and like I would have like I would have actually like have emotion towards it or like I would be ecstatic about it but like now that I've lived this life kind of for a bit it's kind of just like flazada or like you know like oh okay like yeah cool my life I guess yeah I mean like and I traveled 
I travel to so many amazing places and I'm so grateful to be there. But if I'm not in the right headspace, like it's like I literally ruin majority of my trips. I do that too. It just, it's for me at least, it is all consuming. Whenever I am in a bad mood or I'm having a bad day, it is all I can think about. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating because then it ruins experiences. Exactly. But also like whenever you were talking about, you would have been excited for the things if you knew whenever you were younger, but yeah. since you live it every day, it's just kind of blah. I think too, at least for myself, is that sometimes I look at other people and it's almost like a jealousy thing. It's not that I'm like, oh my God, I want to be you or whatever. Yeah. But it is just kind of like, damn, why isn't my life like this? Or why can't I have this? Yeah. Sometimes. And you know, a lot of guilt comes from that. And I feel a lot of guilt for that. And I like, I talk to it with my psychiatrist because I'm always like, I feel so guilty, but I don't know why. And it's like a mood disorder thing or something. But you know, like... The biggest wake-up call I had was this summer. Um, We were in Hawaii. I'm not going to, like, go into detail, but I chose to go home because I was just in such a bad mental state that, like, at that point, like, I I usually live in California for the summer, but I was just like, I'm going home. Like, I need to go home. Because if I choose to stay in California or if I choose to stay in Hawaii, I'm just going to be left with this bad taste of both of these places that I formerly loved. And it was just like hard because like you don't you never want to seem ungrateful when you leave and you never want to seem ungrateful when, you know, it's like an option to leave. But, you know, luckily I did do that and I'm very glad I did that. And it is what I needed. But, you know, I still feel bad because so many people would have like given their arm and their legs for like half of that experience. See, I also have a hard time about like mood swings mood changes feeling bad and like not knowing how to help myself yeah but then whenever it comes to experiences like that and I have to remove myself from the situation and I get guilty or I feel frustrated with myself I just try and think my mental health is absolutely number one yeah because if I don't feel good no matter where I am it's not a fun experience yeah. for me or for whoever I'm with. That, it was exactly that. Like, so I don't want to make guilty. these people feel miserable. Yeah. But you can't feel to me. I just try and think about like, I can't feel guilty because I have to do what is what's right. The for best me. for me. Yeah. No matter what it seems like to everyone else. Yeah. And you know, like when everyone came back, like it was everyone with open arms. So I knew like nobody was mad. And that was really, that was a weight taken off my shoulders because I was just, you know, I felt like I disappointed everyone. But but support is nice. Support is very from nice. The people that you love especially. Especially. You know, and dis dis what the, I can't even fucking say the word. Disappointment comes in like many forms, so I think it's important to realize, you know, when if a situation is disappointing you, like why is it disappointing you? And is it is it in your control? Is it something that you can change or is it something that you can have a different outlook on and if so like always try to have a positive mindset I know that sounds so cliche but my mom has been sending me messages every morning of this gif of a panda with the positive mindset like banner in the back 
and really like it's a reminder like okay i woke up today good for me i'm now gonna treat myself to a shower which i couldn't do before because i would be like my depression was so disabling that i would like literally just be a blob but now like with that positive mindset i'm seeing everything more as like a reward rather than as like a a a task it does like make you honestly feel better at least for me too to think of everything as like i'm able to do these things exactly i'm able to get up in the morning i'm able to shower i'm able to go to school yeah because a lot of my like inabilities and like lack of motivation to do things was just like oh my god like i have to go to school yeah get up in the morning i have to shower I but never I realized how change. privileged I am until exactly. I changed my positive exactly. mindset. Because, you know, some people have it really bad. And I, I, you, putting stuff into perspective in a mental dip, you know, like having that positive mindset is so important. And there's so many strategies and, you know, tips I could give you guys. But really, it just starts with taking time for yourself and, you know, choosing to be kind and choosing to not be happy but just to have a positive outlook because i mean like with every example i've given like with the elevator incident like we obviously we dealt with that with like just bad feelings and negative feelings but like the outcome we could have taken out of it is we're lucky enough to be educated enough to not do that and those guys weren't and like that's not going to get them far in life i mean who's going to want to be around that you know not me not me so there's there's pros and cons to everything so i think looking for those pros is so important when you're at a mental health decline um so look for positivity anywhere you can i mean even if it's buying food for yourself just find a way to feel positive and putting your efforts into something that you like to do yeah do something you like to do like, take time out you of like your day to write, for you journal yeah you like to work out yeah, exactly and that was a part of my schedule that i was talking about earlier i would work out consistently and you know those endorphins were really good but you know it's just you always have to have a positive outlook on stuff and you kind of it you have to change your routine a little bit but it's worth it and i it think is. getting routine is like the first step finding a routine is like completely altering to your state like your mental state yeah it is. You, you just feel like you're going in the right path if you're following a routine you do and especially if you're incorporating things that you like to do inside of that routine exactly it's it makes so you good feel so you. much better at the end of the day yeah and you know like if you're a contract worker or like everything like you don't have things to like that are set in stone with time like make 30 minutes out of your day f- just for you. Like even if it, like wake up 30 minutes earlier or 30 minutes before bed, just do something for yourself. Because like even that is like that small amount of self-love can take you so far. Or even like, you know, the appreciation and the gratitude you'll get from that will be enough to impact your the rest of your day. Or the next day or Agreed. the day after that, you know, just do something you love. Love your friends. Love yourself. Love yourself. You know, find your real friends okay. and keep them close. 
And if live, you, laugh, love yourself. Live, laugh, love yourself. And if you're going through a mental dip, remember, positive mindset really can help a lot. It sounds so cliche, but that's really what helped me the most. Don't shut down. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Don't don't go manic. Go <laughs> dynamic. Actually, it's okay to shut down. It is. It okay. is. It is it, okay it to really shut down. It really is. And if you need it, you need it. You know, who's to say you don't need it? Honestly, just let it all out. Get it out there. Mental Unders- health days are so important. Exactly. Like, yeah. Let it out, please. Please like, cry don't your eyes cry out. your. I mean, and that's what they say in group therapy. It's like stop suppressing your emotions. If you don't let it out, you can't heal. I do that a lot. I suppress my emotions. But yesterday, I just started crying. On it's the good phone to cry. Mom. It was sad, but yeah, we got through it. And then I watched iCarly. And it helps you heal when you cry. It's like a. It's a and proven wrote fact. In my journal. It's a proven fact that yes. crying really is helpful. So don't be afraid to cry now. At that note, thank you so much for listening to You Think Jesus Had Kneecaps. I'm going to end. It's the pink one. Okay. Thanks for listening. I have a Casey Musgraves ticket that I need to sell. Um, It's pit ticket. Valentine's Day in Dallas. Valentine's Day in Dallas. I'm asking for $5.50, um, which is a good deal. They're going for $7.50 right now. I just need to get rid of this ticket. So if you want it. Prices are negotiable. Prices are negotiable. Just DM me or something, I guess. You can find me at EthanMR underscore. And I guess you can find me at Hannah Fulkerson with the zero as the O. Lydia, do you want to say where we can find you? You can find me on Instagram at Lydia.n.atkinson. Lydia.n.atkinson. What's that Atkins diet? I always wanted to know what the hell that was. Pretty sure it's like you eat shitty ass, stale food. Oh. And like not that much. It's Isn't Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe is the spokesperson for that, no? I think. No clue. I think so. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. So sorry it's late, but I hope you guys understand that mental health really does come first. And if Hannah needs a break, I'm going to respect that Hannah needs a break. If and I if need Ethan a break. If Ethan needs a break, I'm going to respect that Ethan needs a break. And you know what? It just so happened that we both fucking needed a break. So We line up so perfectly. We're in sync. Ah! All right. Thanks for listening. Thank to... you so much for listening. You think Jesus had kneecaps? Have a great rest of your day. And we will see you all next week.